Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone, good morning. The Premier League fixtures for the 2021-22 season have been revealed and inevitably I'm sure someone leaked them early because it's just cool to do that. Um, We've seen them, we've had a little look, we're going to talk through them in a moment, maybe touch upon some of our rivals and how their early season fixtures fall as well. Uh, If you've got any thoughts on anything, anything you feel stands out of import in the fixture list, haven't studied it yourself, let me know in the comments and I'll read through some of the best comments a little bit later on in the stream. Um, But yeah, we've got Liverpool's first four, a resplendent graphic from the Liverpool media team here. Um, Starting with a trip to Norwich City on the 14th of August, uh, followed by Burnley at home on the 21st, Chelsea at home on the 28th, and then into September, Leeds United away. Now, obviously, they've done the first four because of a nice bit of balance. You know, we just love a bit of symmetry um, in social media graphics and just in graphics in general, um, which is very much appealing to the OCD, except when you realise that that Leeds game is after the international break. Um, so that that also... That, 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 Triggers me very, very slightly indeed. Um, but there's the opening. There's the opening three. Certainly Norwich away. The last time, of course, Liverpool played Norwich on the opening day of the season. They were crowned Premier League champions nearly exactly twelve months later. Um, so that bodes well. Although, let's be honest, if we can go through it without losing Allison for eleven games, that would be amazing. Um, yeah, barely at home uh, sounds, and then Chelsea at home. I mean, look. Ideally, you'd like to avoid potential title rivals early on in the season, but it does give you a real opportunity to put a marker down. You know, if you can get, if you can put Chelsea in the place early doors, particularly with the home advantage, then that could really stand you in good stead for the for the rest of the campaign. Uh, right, we're going to look at the full fixture list, look at some of the really interesting things that are coming down the line for the Reds. And um, what's happened? When are we playing Manchester City? When are we playing the Ev? What does Christmas look like? January, where we normally have a real struggle, uh, and the running as well. Uh, but first, Chris has been. Over over on the Super 6 YouTube channel this week um, on the Hold the L show, talking about whether it's it's coming home, which is a thing. Um, yeah, really interesting discussion. Have a little look at this. For me, it does. Yeah, for me, for me, it does. I think Henderson, you know, 
he, he can put in that type of performance. You, you know, you don't see loads of assists from Jordan Henderson, but he can get into the box when he's need, when he needs. So it, it's about how the team plays and what you want from that eight. Henderson still got the ability to get forwards and, and get into the box and support the side. It's just that Liverpool tend not to build up with the midfielders doing that. We tend to use our fullbacks to do it, and so you play a slightly different role. And and the eight may well cover for the for the fullback and stuff like that. But Henderson can do that. Henderson can do the six. It's just I wouldn't want Henderson playing that six in a game like it, when you're coming up maybe in a semi-final or a final against a really really <coughs> top team that's probably not the yeah. game that Henderson is Henderson's more your quarterback six bit more your Jorginho than a Kante type of six if that makes it easier for people to understand rather than anything else but Henderson, for me Henderson's got the experience he's won the Premier League he's won the Champions League he's captained this side to that uh, there's no one else in the squad who can say the same hey welcome back yes check out the man the legend Chris Pajak over on the Hold the L show this weekend make sure he doesn't go and hold the L it's as simple as that um, they're back for the summer throughout the Euros as well they've been really good to us uh, at the back end of the season so do go and support that channel drop a subscribe drop a like leave a comment and say Paul or Mitch from Redman TV sent you. Sent you. That'd be that'd be really cool. Um, yes, there we go. Uh, so we've had a comment, uh, a super chat coming from Philippe Hunt uh, before we dive into the fixtures. Uh, with uh, seven ninety nine Australian dollars, thank you so much, mate. Uh, must have a strong start. Chelsea have tough matches at the start. City have an easy end to the season, so we need to be on top in December. Yeah, well, let's have a little look at it then. Um, so Liverpool's fixtures are as follows. We've said it already. The first, the opening three will kick us off in August. Norwich away, Burnley home, Chelsea home, which I think is interesting to have two home games back-to-back early in the season. Um, then we head into the September after the transfer window shut and the international break. Um, we'll have Leeds United away, Palace at home, Brentford away, first trip down to the Bees in a very, very long time indeed. Um, into October then, Manchester City at home, first. This time we're going to be going up against Pep Guardiola's boys. We'll be then um, Watford away and Man United away back to back. But it's interesting to note that the Man City game there, um, there's an international break that will follow it. So as much as it looks on paper like you've got Man City, Watford, United, I mean, we have... But it's Man City international break, Watford United, just a point to, to pay attention to there. Um, moving into November, we play Arsenal at home on the 20th, Southampton at home back-to-back there seven days later, uh, and then the Ev at Goodison Park. Right as we head into the festival, there's a chance. There's a chance that could even be in December again. Who knows? Who knows? All we know is, you know, we've developed a bit of a tradition of singing Merry Christmas Everton. Um, and that bodes very well for that again. And also because it's nice to make, you know, we make a lot of Christmas sweatshirts around our successes over Everton at Crimbo. Um So, yeah, it'd be nice to get back to that again, certainly. December's an interesting one. It is a, a tale of a, a, of two halves of a month, really. The build-up to the, to Christmas Day, you know, the fight to be top of Christmas begins uh, with Wolves away, Villa home, Newcastle home, and then ends with Tottenham Hotspur away. Obviously, we played Tottenham before Christmas last time at Anfield, and that was the thing that took us to top of the league. Um, let's not talk about what happened in the aftermath of that, but yet what then happens, of course, and some again, just to point out, all of these fixtures are subject to change, and none of these have been picked for TV, so they'll all, almost every one of these fixtures will be uh, will be moved. They're all um, by template at a 3 p.m. kickoff, I think on on the on the nearest Saturday, apart from when they ever have midweek fixtures or whatever. But anyway, um, Leeds at home on Boxing Day, which I think is 
an absolutely stellar fixture for a boxing day. I love, it's guaranteed to be televised because that's just a big game. Um, and it's just a really good team. Yeah, oh, yeah sitting, having some having some Christmas puds and a little sherry or whatever. And, and after X amount of, you know, pints and then watching, hopefully watching Liverpool, battle leads would be nice. Um, Leicester away. Just after that, Chelsea away. Now this is, you know, this is where it's going to be make or break as we head into the January period. Of course, as it stands, Afcon takes place in January, which means we'll be losing potentially Salah and Mane, Kater, um heading into January. So there's a chance we actually might get as much as that's a really, really tough run of games in a very congested period. There is a chance that you know it means you'll have your start all of your stars available before the jet off at least. Um yeah, then we go into February, Arsenal away is in that game to show Leicester at home, Arsenal away. Into March, Man United at home on the 19th. And then we're starting to get to the business end of the season there. Wofford home, City away on the 9th of April. Uh, it was pointed out to me earlier, and we'll be doing this in a bit more depth and detail. We're going to be doing a Redmen Reacts, where we're going to be looking at this in the calendar uh, and seeing where things kind of fall. But apparently that is that is sandwiched between the Champions League quarterfinal fixtures whatever they may be. So obviously the pool have ambitions to be in there. There's a chance that you could have a massive Champions League quarterfinal either side of Man City away. And it could even technically be Man City. Um, you could play Man City three times uh, in that in that spell. Uh, Villa away, Everton at home. Uh, and then obviously we head into the final, final run in Tottenham at home, Southampton away, Wolves at home. Love ending the season on a home game. Absolutely adore it. Um, I've, there's a little narrative there where I feel like you can get a win against Man City at the Etihad somehow. And then obviously you've got to get Villa, but you could have an, to, to have revenge for Everton winning the derby, the first derby in God knows how long at Anfield last season. You could actually potentially win the title against Everton at Anfield. Um, yeah, let me know your thoughts on that, um, and I will. Um, I'm going to pop over and have a little look at the um, at some of our rivals' fixtures and see how they've got things falling for them. Manchester City's opening three: Tottenham Hotspur, Norwich City at home, um, and Arsenal at home. So. Uh, uh, a mixed start, I guess it depends on how, who, who, and what Tottenham Hotspur are to start the season, and the same goes for Arsenal. Really, um, Norwich having off the back of winners, I've got, I, I have this already sneaky feeling of we end up drawing the first game of the season at Carrow Road, and everyone goes, oh, that's a terrible draw, and then Norwich go and beat Man City because that's just the way footy's mad like that. Um, and Norwich did give Norwich were very integral to to giving City a number of uh, you know giving Liverpool a real leg up against Man City uh, the last time they were in the Premier League. Um, and then they've got Leicester, Southampton, Chelsea. So their first six, Tottenham away, Arsenal at home. You know, right? Yeah, are we down here? I'm on a show right now. Oh, Thanks, Chris. Um, <laughs> um, Tottenham away. Uh, yeah, Arsenal at home. Leicester away. Southampton at home. Fantastic. Do you think I'm just talking to my laptop? Brilliant. Um, Southampton, yeah, so they've got, just to reiterate... Um, yeah, Spurs, Arsenal, Leicester and Chelsea inside their first six before they then play us as the game after that. So that's a really tough opening for Man City. But in terms of their running, you know, they end with Wolves, Wofford, Leeds, Newcastle, West Ham and Villa. Um, so the running definitely favours them a little bit. Uh, Man United start the season. They've actually got probably the best, I think, of the openings. Uh, Leeds at home, which is a, a massive clash for them. That, like They are bitter, bitter rivals. 
Southampton away, Wolves away, which is well both very tricky aways in their own in their own regard. But again, not a not one of the you know the established top four or top six or whatever. Then into September, Newcastle at home, West Ham away, Aston Villa at home. So it'll be interesting to see how United come out with that and uh, Chelsea as well. Chelsea start the season with Crystal Palace at home. No one knows whether they're even going to have eleven players at this point. Um, they've then got Arsenal away, us away. Villa at home, Spurs, wow, Spurs away, City at home, and that's intercept. Wow, okay, so Chelsea have got an absolute nightmare start to the campaign. Just out of interest, how does this season end? Actually, wow, okay, so West Ham, Everton, Wolves, United, Watford to close out. I actually didn't look at Man United running. Let me just check that out for you guys. Um, okay, so Man United's running is. From April, Leicester, Everton, Norwich, Arsenal, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea, Palace. Okay, decent, reasonable. I don't think we can say, uh, if nothing else, that what that is is 38 games of football that Liverpool are going to play. Um, if you've got any thoughts, feelings, or whatever on that, then do let me know uh, in the comments. Um, and yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get through some of them. Um, Prince Bandari saying three years in a row where Liverpool face championship winners in the opening game of the season. I hadn't even thought about that. That's cool. Um, that's very cool indeed. Um, right, sad. Um, Kevin wants to know when the Champions League fixtures get announced. That is, uh, I think that's toward the end. Of, is that is that the end of August? Honest answer is I could Google it. If anyone knows the answer to that question, do let us know. Uh, I'll just read your comments. Um, a good point here, um, or a good question here from Japper Aiden. Will Anfield be full capacity in August? Honest answer is no idea. Obviously, the 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 date for the end of um, uh, social distancing and all those kind of things has been pushed back a month to the end of July now. Now, I don't know how that hampers Liverpool's pre-season plans. Liverpool are going to play Rangers at the end of July, so that's still a possibility, but you don't know whether they're going to be ramping up to it. There was a chance that there might have been three or four games where you could have had capacity crowds and then you sorted with it all, whereas that's getting closer and closer to the kickoff of the season now. As it stands, the plan will be... Um, the plan will be to... Um, to have a full Anfield by that point, which would be amazing. You know, just think about it, just getting back in, big games, two home games in the first today, Burnley and, and Chelsea, and having a full capacity Anfield would make a massive, massive distance uh, difference in that regard. Um, Etham saying, Paul, in my opinion, the fixtures, in my opinion, um, are quite favourable. Yeah, I think they're, they're reasonably fine. There's not too many, if I can, if I can, if I think I'm correct, I think I'm correct in saying this. There's not a lot of really tough back-to-backs like there's a couple of interesting ones so I just maybe I'm just over maybe this is a bit of oversight on my part but like Tottenham away leads home Leicester away that's a in the second bed obviously as far as three fixtures go that's a pretty that's a pretty tricky run um there's not really yeah the only one as I mentioned was that there's, there's that period where we play City and then we've got Watford and United but there's an international break in there there's not like you play City and Chelsea back to back, and you've got a Champions League game as well at that time, which we've had a few of them type of things in recent years. So, no, I agree with that. I think it's a pretty, it's a pretty. It's not. I don't think we've got the best. I don't think we've got because ultimately you've got to fit your bad games in somewhere, haven't you? But to start with, is to get Chelsea out the way at home early doors. If you're going to play a top team, play them at home. 
you know, take the pressure off yourself. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely something there. Uh, Real Rels just sent a super chat in. Thank you so much, Real. Says we need number twenty. We do, we do, and and that, that's the point about this is that hopefully, you know, I think the mission last season was go again because there'll be fans back in before the end of the season and we can we can what we can celebrate two league titles with the fans and now obviously when that kind of got blown out of the water and it all fell apart it wasn't going to be possible and I think that psychologically was a bit damaging whereas I do think there's something there to really focus on um really focus the team on you know particularly if there's fans back for the start of the season it's just a, it's a it's a massive massive impetus um so yeah um uh Quiven Ferris saying uh, all EFL fixtures on Thursday June 24th if anyone is interested I'm sure there's definitely someone is interested Etsyam says Paul 22nd to the 24th of August Champions League I guess that's after the, the third that what is it, still, is it called the playoff round now or is it still the third qualifying round um, yeah so obviously we'll know a little bit more about that kind of stuff but what we will have um, is the posted dates for when those roughly when those games are going to be played so the group games like the, the blank spaces for them are already there in the calendar so we're going to be doing a Red Memory Axe now-ish um, as you can see already Chris is ready um, so yeah he's raring to, get, raring to get in the studio and get chatting about this so yeah he uh, we're going to be talking about Liverpool's fixtures we're going to be talking through some of the really big talking points some of the potential pitfalls how does it scan alongside the likes of the League Cup the FA Cup uh, AFCON uh, and the Champions League as well and we'll be looking a bit more in depth at our rival fixtures as well so yes uh, do go check it out that is streaming on TheRevenTV.com this afternoon so if you want a bit more chat and more to keep you going around the time we're also going to be doing a bit more about the uh, rail seating announcements at Anfield uh, so if you want something to get your teeth into around some Liverpool news that isn't just you know flights of fancy around transfers and stuff we've got that as well uh, but yeah do head over and start your subscription um, what day is it? today? yeah no idea Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday. it's uh, Hendo it's 10 episode 2 day everyone as well if you go and subscribe uh, at a club um legend or club captain to you uh, you can get episode 2 of our Henderson 10 documentary streaming right now on the TV.com as well so plenty to keep you going hope to see you over there have a great day <laughs>